All right, you're listening to a podcast on the fringe, a leftist atheist podcast where we discuss news and current events. This show is sponsored by the Atheist Society of Knoxville. I'm Dustin. With me, as always, is Sam, <laughs> Alistair, <laughs> and I did not get a chance to find any beer I wanted. The location I was at today had shit selection aside from IPAs, so I it's have vodka a- and seltzer. It's vodka and seltzer, but it's a tangerine mango, and it's fucking delicious. Don't you judge me. How do I guess? It's a spring drink. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it is a spring drink, and it's we've had some great weather this week so far. Cause, I mean, it's a little cloudy and a little bit of raindrops today, but it's been you know mid eight or low 80s. It's to, been windy. Like, my hat's almost flown I off in the like car. I like windy, though, especially when it's like nice and warm. Not when I have to hold my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking the same thing I've drank the last couple weeks it's because uh, you can only have one per day 10 <laughs> percent, so it'll kick you on your ass i might drink two tonight we'll see how it gets later go for episode. it hey we, we might need it to get some content <laughs> yeah. i'm drinking elst brewing company's chocolate milkshake and this is actually really fucking good is it mm-hmm. is it like how sweet is it would you say it's not overly sweet at all um not nearly as sweet as um that goddamn Girl Scout um, tag-along beer. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so fucking sweet. This was 6.9% alcohol. This, this is sweet, but it's so high content that you can't drink it fast anyways. So you can sip on it. The um, Do you guys – I don't know if you remember, but it's several, it was several weeks. It was actually one of, their, one of our earliest podcasts. I had found a beer called Troptimistic, even though it was kind of out of season. It was, I think it was like yeah, yeah. late yeah. February. We finally cleared out the trash can that was in here, um, and that bottle was at the bottom. Fucking smelled fantastic. I'm not gonna lie; like it <laughs> smelled so good. Those two bottles, just potpourri in your trash can of all the old beer. <laughs> I was like, damn, is that how long this trash has been here? Um, Sam, you got your second shot yesterday. Yeah, uh, still felt kind of sick from it that night. Really tired, but I think I've slept it off enough to feel. I'm present. <laughs> so all three like of us are, have one. been fully, uh, at least received both of our doses. Today yeah. Today, today makes my, four, my 14th uh, day from my second shot, so I guess I'm clear. And then... Um, I'm one week out. Which is good because Bill Lee suddenly decided to... Open the doors. Open and the everything. doors and uh, lift all mass mandates. And then Glenn Jacobs, uh, the Trox County Mayor. Credit for it, basically, so, too. I haven't been watching much attention. Does Glenn Jacobs... Saying like removing Knox County, what does that mean for Knox City? So I so and that's kind of what's confusing right now because the only statement we've had from Kincannon right now is that it has been effectively lifted, but in city like city buildings, like the uh, city county building, they'll be required in all public areas and any large gathering events, like sporting events, rather they'll still be required. Um, but outside of that. But I've still seen a lot of businesses that haven't lifted them yet. Well, Basically, yeah. it's up to the businesses sure. at this point. Most uh, places I've been into, the employees are at least still wearing masks. Except for um, yeah, sure. Little Caesars. Wait, what? Little Caesars. For work, I've had to go into two different Little Caesars. And they're just no face mask. Every employee, manager, they don't give a fuck. Of course, they never even attempted to wear them properly to begin with around here. I'm assuming they're all the same owner because they're all ran the exact same way. Pretty shitty, but... (laughs) I've seen a lot of businesses do the... They they have it down, and then when you come up to, like, purchase or work, they, like, put it up. And I remember I was in one place, and I was like, ah, damn it, I forgot my mask in the car. I'm like, I'll be here in two seconds. It's fine. 
And I, like, went in, and, like, they were all, like, hanging out with their masks down. I walk up. They put their masks up. They're like, masks are allowed. You have to have a mask in here. I'm like, you guys just put it on. You didn't even have that. Like, people have always been doing it pretty half-assedly around here. It's Knoxville. We were the epidemic center of the entire world there for a while. We were, and I remember, like, even early on when masks, when it, when they first, like, when <clears throat> we first started having to wear them, and I would always make sure I had it because I was like, I didn't want to be seen as like at the time, like a Trump supporter yeah, because like, I didn't want to be, <laughs> it was more embarrassing to be seen without it than like, like for me knowing I needed to have one on for safety because I don't, I don't want the stigma of, you know, looking like um, what Al calls plague rats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's been lifted. So we can expect, you know, especially when you see the comments Again, I do it all the time, but you look in the, the comment section because I want to like you know. So I want to gauge what is Knoxville saying about this, well, and of course they're Knoxville's all Knoxville's eighty percent idiots. We've yeah, known that for a while. <laughs> they're they're fucking excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I'm vaccinated because all of that's happening. So at least I, me, and as long as me and what? my friends are vaccinated, we can kind of just. What about other regulations like? Um... You know, number of people at a table during a gathering. So far, that hasn't. There, no. there have been that. that uh, so right now, I think restaurants are just following CDC guidelines. I don't know that there's actually any hard mandate in place anymore. Well, that, it, it seems like restaurants. That's what I found so shocking with Little Caesars is you're handling food. Like you should at least be paying attention to what the CDC is recommending. And you know what? For people preparing food. A mask is a fucking great idea and something we should have been doing a long ass time ago, probably. I'm, I mean, just think <laughs> about the, the number of flu cases that are the, the, the low number of flu cases as a result of the precautions that people are taking right. with COVID. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Japan hasn't had a huge problem with this because they're pretty used to wearing masks regularly during flu seasons anyways. Like, it's not was nothing new to them to be it like, was you need to wear so masks. so abhorrent to get Americans to comply with this. And there's people that proudly, I mean, they fucking proudly proclaim on any, any, any article that mentions mask wearing, I've never worn one and I never will. And well, I'm, I'm like, great. really happy for them and yeah. I hope that they, uh, you know... Uh, I think when this was going on early, I had made the Facebook post being like, oh, it's the boomer remover. The boomer remover. <laughs> and I had a few friends delete me, and after everything that's happened, I just want to say, yeah, Trump really could have used those extra voters. Get fucked. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, there was a meme that I saw um, regarding, it said, we need to retire the phrase, avoid X like the plague because it turns out that we humans do not do that. Yeah. Because like there are so many people who are just like fuck mass. I'm you know freedoms and you know now I, I expect. What's our number at for dead? Does anyone know? I stopped paying attention around it, 500. It's over okay. 555,000 I think. Yeah, maybe I it maybe be 565,000. I wonder if it's going to change now that everything's opened up because. Uh, I was also saying today that uh, Tennessee's like the sixth lowest in a vac- number of people vaccinated. Like we, most of our population in Tennessee is not getting vaccinated. I think a lot of Knoxville is, but the surrounding counties definitely not. It's because they don't want. The, they're they're scared to take it. They're they're afraid, more they don't scared trust of the, the vaccine than they are the virus. And we're like, we know the long term effects of the virus. So it's in. It's a good segue to something I want to talk about is a lot of people and especially even people I work with, my employees are, you know, I don't want that in my body. I don't know what's in it. It's like, you know how many things you consume per day that you don't know what's fucking in it? 
And you think this is like some mass like killing or mass culling is what they're doing? And how many of these? them smoke? Um, at least at least one. I mean, but then again, you go to a, any prepackaged food. Mm-hmm. The number of chemicals that are in those things to preserve them and, pre- and pre- to preserve taste, like they don't know what those chemicals are, and they happily you know do that. But you know, for whatever reason, they're scared of science. Yeah. And then there's also misinformation campaigns, you know, the, the, the ones who are the outlandish, you know, the 5G, the, chi- the microchips, they're, they're doing it to track you. And, and all the healthy people that supposedly died from the vaccine, which, you know, I'm sure there may have been a couple, but compared to the number of people who have been vaccinated and are perfectly fine... Like it's it's a very tiny. It's a very percentage. tiny percentage, and even the Johnson and Johnson incident, where there were what six people so far that had developed blood clots, they paused it. I'm like, that's still a vastly low number, less than you know, less than one in a million chance of developing a blood clot versus you know the deaths that can occur from right. from COVID. And so I don't, I don't, people don't understand statistics. Yeah, and smoking math. and birth control have a higher rate of blood clots than that. Right, yeah. but. <clears throat> and then Joe Rogan, of course, went on his podcast and said, if you're 21 and healthy, you don't need to take the vaccine. And he's got a large following. But Sam, he, he, he backtracked on that? Yeah, this is uh, breaking news. He, he backtracked on it and said, I'm not a doctor. I'm a fucking moron. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he received a lot of pushback. There's a lot of, I think someone from the White House was like, when did Joe Rogan become a doctor overnight and we missed it or something like that? Uh-huh. But he has a very large following and there's people like that who are encouraging others. And I'm sure there's a lot of Facebook groups and other people who are just in, actively encouraging a lot of people to not be vaccinated, which breaks the, what we need to crush this thing is herd immunity. Yeah. So I don't, do you think we'll get there guys? No, with the, with the I, number? Think we're, I think booster shots are going to be permanent. No, I mean like, do you think that because we're going to have to keep doing because we won't have the herd immunity to, no, yeah. we're not going to have herd immunity. I think we're going to have to keep getting the shot. Those of us who are like intelligent enough to protect ourselves are going to have to do it more regularly now. Yeah. I, I think that getting a vaccine, every a booster shot, every six to 12 months is just going to be normal. Probably. Is that what they're thinking? Six months? Uh, it really depends well, on so which it depends on which got, one. Yeah. I'm thinking. So they, they pushed Pfizer back to a year um, before before a new one's necessary. They haven't. Moderna hasn't mentioned anything yet, and I haven't heard anything from back from Johnson. Moderna Johnson. sounds pretty awesome. That's why I went with Moderna. But yeah, I, I'm glad I went with Moderna as well. Um, you had Pfizer. You went no, with I Pfizer. Had, I had Moderna. You had Moderna, but your kid had Pfizer. Yeah. Right. And congratulations on getting your kid vaccinated at 16. That's that's awesome. For so your house is birthday. On their 16th birthday, <laughs> yes. they, they get dressed. You're getting fucking vaccinated. That's, that's basically what it was. <laughs> they woke the, up and we went straight to go get their vaccine. That's that fucking morning. awesome. No, I'm, that's, you that's can't exciting. Get younger than 16, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. You want to hear some yeah. depressing news though? What? The um, they're clamoring to give away doses now. Um, Knoxville yeah. is not giving is not getting their doses. That um, I'm hearing them on the PA saying we have doses, you know, if you want, if you want the vaccine. And someone said, um, I talked to one of our customers who was in the branch yesterday, they went and they were the only one in there. And when I went, there were a bunch of people who were, who were, had to sit there cause they make you wait the 15 minutes to make sure yeah. there's no like immediate reactions empty for them. And it's That's kind of because everybody who wanted the vaccine went right. out and got it as soon as they could. But that means there's a large percentage do still mm-hmm. don't fucking want it. And that's just terrifying. Yeah. And I there's, know, I think, a lot of people in Knoxville went to other counties to get it as well. So when you possible. think about, I know that lowest. I know a lot of people who went out of um, Knox County to get there. So when you think about all the people who 
went out of the county and like also look at the people here in the city who don't want it i don't i don't think it's quite as high as it looks like but i i am proud to say that in the social circles that i have i've seen most people have been getting vaccinated i think most people in the atheist circles have and most people you know even in people i know in the hippie community are mostly uh vaccinated now so yeah i mean so i, I think everyone that i won't have to hang, out, hang with out with has gotten it yeah i won't have to hang out with anyone except for co-workers who refuse yeah. to take it um yeah pretty much i was able, I I was able to convince a, a, a large number who were initially hesitant co-workers co-workers well my employees rather i mean yeah, yeah. um but they were initially hesitant to do so but i was able to convince at least four of them to go ahead and do it and so that's at least that's exciting but I, there are a lot of hard no's in there as well who will just refuse and absolutely refuse to and guess who they voted for last year? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like there's a direct correlation between stupidity and getting there, the vaccine there, and who there you is, vote for. I saw, I saw a poll that showed, you know, who would be more likely to take the vaccine and who wouldn't be. And, of course, conservatives are, you know, had a much higher percent who would absolutely not take the vaccine. Well, so. you know, I wish them a uh, merry choking your lung out and get <laughs> fucked. Uh, you mean like Ted Nugent? Yeah. Speaking of conservatives, <laughs> that might mess his voice up. You know I actually like his music. Maybe he won't be able to sing his popular songs anymore. <laughs> did you um? Did you see he he came on said it absolutely kicked his ass. Like sure. he, he he was like this thing fucked me up. But I know that he was one of the early voices. It was like, you know, COVID's not a you know it's a hoax or whatever. It was. I don't know if he said it was a hoax, but he was definitely like anti everything regarding the Obviously. COVID. I mean, all of them were until they fucking got it. All those hard right conservatives. I mean, it is it is what it is. Yeah, well, you know, some of them you know, say what they say to push the line and then still get the vaccine as early as they can. Yeah, like Trump got it, That's like, in part, some it's bunker become, or whatever. Like, he was, it was like, he, he didn't publicize that at all. Like, I remember yeah. him getting that. I mean, that's just the party line that they got to drag now. Like, oh, we need. I mean, I don't even know how they choose this shit. Like, let's kill off our own base. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand that. We at thought all. that's a good idea. Like, hey, what if uh, a lot of our voting base just killed themselves? That'd be cool. Guys, it's been a slow, uh, slow news week, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Luckily, I mean, I, I do kind of appreciate it at least somewhat, but there's really not been a whole lot to focus on. I'm glad I don't have to like worry about what Biden's gonna do. Like, I mean, I'll read about it, but I don't have to worry about like what I'm at to wake up to the next fucking morning from an overnight tweet. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, standard neoliberal bullshit. Whatever. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I, I don't. I no longer doom scroll when I first wake up. I know. So it's it's been kind of pleasant, but it's also you know means a little a little harder for the show to bitch about things uh major news things oh texas passed an anti-trans bill we talked about that did we talk about that bill before or, or did we mention it at least we this mentioned is the one where, it the one where like um um it would make like child it would, it would consider parents child abusers if, yeah it's if not they, the one that discusses the um pronouns i don't think but it does discuss like um the any gender affirming surgeries or um, like hormone Hormones, medications, right. yeah. If like so, if a parent gives that to their child, they would then be potentially what, they, they, could, they could remove the child from them from being. They could remove the child from the home. Right. Okay. Because they're 
quote-unquote child abusers for that, and that's fucked. Yeah, I, I expect a lot of Texas families are going to try to move from there. Well, I mean, isn't it, do we think it's going to be challenged? I'm sure it'll be challenged, but, like, how long is that going to take and how many kids are going to be taken away in that well, time? Well, well they, could, they could have an immediate injunction placed against it. I know that's happened before in, in a lot of, these, a lot of yeah. these cases. I don't know if that's happened yet. But like I said, it's been pretty slow, but you've had a pretty busy week. Knoxville's protesting um, pretty Probably heavily. Probably the best protesting that Knoxville's ever pulled out for anything. It is. It's steady. Um, we've been out there just about every night. Um, there have been a few nights, like we took a night off for Austin East Prom. Um, uh, last night, there's nothing really going on, so I took projector and a slideshow I made for uh, Anthony Thompson Jr., and we went to a few places downtown, Some me and a couple of friends, about six of us, actually, and uh, yeah, did the projection, which... That that went over pretty well. Um, how long? How long? I, I saw a video, but they were. It was pretty short, like slides. It was like it was maybe like four or five slides the, on repeat. Yeah, the whole. Um, no, it was, it was a minute and fifteen uh, seconds worth of slides, but oh, we really? kept it on repeat. And one spot, we were down there for over thirty minutes, um, just hanging out, and let it run. No um, one came to bitch at you at all. Not a single person. Um, so. There are currently no laws in Knoxville to like against projection bombing because, as far as I know, nobody else has really done it here. So, mm-hmm. you're, what, you're, so what you're saying is you're going to have a law introduced pretty Probably, soon. Probably, yeah. Okay. It wouldn't be the first one they fucking created because of my antics. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> Knoxville hates protesters. So how have they the liked state? All this shit? The state is creating state a law protesters. because of us in the Satanic Ministry stuff. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, th- there's several states that are anti-protesters and introducing yeah. anti-protester laws. Um, which... this, this one will target specifically. Um, it'll it'll be light tra- trespassing, trespassing on property <laughs> with a light. Light trespassing, <laughs> fucking bullshit. That's funny. So, but there's been other protests. Oh yeah, um, we we've done quite a few that like started at the police station. We went. Let's down talk to... about that one. I saw the video that. Why don't you tell us about the car? So this is again. We're gonna. Well, this is probably where we'll wrap up majority of anthony um, thompson jr I, we may t- uh, revisit if we get some more action on him but i want to talk about the discussion you had with the police chief oh yeah oh yeah we i wasn't even thinking about that one um because that one was tuesday night i believe it was fairly yes that's what you yeah you missed the uh, the meetup but yeah um so there was this school disparities meeting and the school disparity thing is this group that was developed about six years ago that was supposed to solve school disparities um it 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 doesn't seem like it's done anything um i talked to some people and they're like yeah i stopped coming because it was unproductive um other people will say well they were being very productive and doing stuff but they kept getting blocked by other people um republicans um but like the, it, nothing's actually come to fix the school disparities in the six years that this has existed. And one thing to keep in mind is that we've been to city council meetings, we've been to school board meetings, we've been to county commission meetings, we've gone to like nearly every city meeting that we can go to to get people to talk about this issue. Um, like just the police in schools, the brutality. We've we've gone everywhere we know to do and. 
Um, so we showed up at this uh, school disparities meeting where Sharm was actually supposed to be there, and she wasn't. She so sits she was on a, that so board. She was a no-show. Yeah, she sits on that board, but so she just didn't show up to uh, that. But Eve Thomas was there, the police chief. And like I said, we have a new school board member, um, Daniel Martin or something like that. It's Daniel somebody who's like, we, we've been watching him and he, se- he seems great. Anytime I've emailed the school board, his responses are very respectful and formative. If I ask questions, he's, he'll give me any information that I'm looking for. Um, so at the beginning of the meeting, he was up on stage talking and all the protesters, because the school Austin East School had a walkout that day from school, and they walked all the way to Fulton High School. Um, to, what kind of distance so, is that? It's a pretty good ways. Okay. Um, they went all the way through downtown, down Broadway. Um, I'd say at least seven or eight miles walking. Um, and so they inter- they interrupted him when they came in um this reverend calvin was there and i can't remember everything he's saying but he's pretty much saying it's it's not longer business as usual when we have a 17 year old who's been murdered and then he'd be like you know say his name and we you know do the chants for a bit he'd talk a little bit more and then we'd start chanting again daniel didn't say a word he didn't try to interrupt anybody he he let the protesters say whatever they needed to say. And then the first thing he said was, I'll say his name, Anthony Thompson Jr. Um, you know, and, and nothing really happened as far like no protester said anything back. We let him finish his presentation and then we broke off into these work sessions. Well, all of us went to this um, uh, discipline one, which ended up with Eve Thomas in the room. There was a Brian Hartzell. Um, I don't remember all the other names. I don't know who the fuck Brian uh, Hartzell is, but he's a prick. Um, (laughs) The chief of staff, I can't remember her name, Carrie somebody, I believe. She's a cunt. Not a word I use very lightly. Um, (laughs) You rarely hear my word. She is a horrible human being. Um, But they were, those two were in there when, because we interrupted, Brian went over these, Four points, which talked about punishments for vapes in schools, and like it. So he ended it with like, "Does anyone have any questions?" And one of our leaders, activist leaders down here, is like, "Yeah, what about you know this?" And he's asking like about kids getting killed in school and the <laughs> cops in the school, and he blows them off. And then some white girl asks a question, and she he answered her questions. And so, like, this just sets the tone of everything. Um, what what we accomplished is we shut their meeting down completely. They did not get to. We, we made it clear, like, this is not business as usual. So, A kid died in school, and we're going to talk about this. We've well, been everywhere. We've been told it's not the time, not here. No, we're talking about this. Let me interrupt real quick. So the four points, were any of those addressing the, the violence in schools at all? Not a single one. Okay. No. Worried about vaping. Worried yeah. about vaping. But they, they had prepared for it for two months, and they had to do it that day. But they didn't get to. Um, <laughs> so it, it ended up there was it was very very fucking chaotic. For Let me a while. Get, was, was this was, is this the first board meeting or the such meeting since the yes. killing? And they thought that this agenda was, should not include any of the violence well, or how to address th- that. They only do them quarterly. 
Okay, but still. So that's why they were, they were, yeah, no, they, they went with what they had prepared over the last two months and didn't even alter anything. They knew we were coming. We, we weren't quiet about it. There were events on Facebook. We made very clear that we were going to be there. How long are these are typically these meetings, would you say? I'd say the whole thing probably would have been an hour, hour and a half had we not shown up. So for this podcast, we generally spend at least, if we have stories, several days. It doesn't take long to prepare for an hour, an hour and a half, anything. And like when Anthony Thompson Jr. happened, we were able to knock out and get our show prepared in a day, day and a half. And you're telling me that they had two weeks from that to yeah. address the violence, the ongoing violence in the Austinese community. And they want to talk about vaping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't care. They wanted to move past it, sweep it under the rug. The same thing with how they were like, we stopped a school shooter. Yay. Hooray, cops. Anyways, back to business. Okay, yeah, so, so back to... It, it ended up with us kind of breaking off into small groups in the library of Fulton High School and each of us taking on one of the people there. And at first I started out with Brian Hartzell because I was like, my question with him is, do you not require a warrant for cops to go into the school to arrest kids? Like, almost anybody would require a warrant to, like, if you, you show up at somebody's work, a lot of times their coworkers would be like, do you have a warrant for them or a boss, somebody? You know, there's, there's, like, why would you allow cops free reign over the school? Why did no faculty member, the uh, school security officer or the school resource officer, none of them made contact with Anthony first. It was just these four cops that were allowed to roam the fucking school looking, like, they, they could have harassed any kid there. Right. Um, and he, he had no answers. I was like, why don't you have any answers? Are you asking these questions? He's like, who am I going to ask? People are grieving right now. It's like, yes, we're grieving. This whole group of people here right now, we're grieving. And we're asking the questions. We want the answers. I don't, it doesn't matter if the school officials are grieving right now. The community is grieving. And he called me disrespectful. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, sure. Not. He ended with a bless you. I'm like, fuck you. And he's like, bless you. I'm like, at least I have the fucking guts to say what I mean besides hide, uh, instead of hiding it under some fucking religious bullshit. Okay, and so but, you eventually made it to Eve. Now, after I walked away from him, I saw Eve Thomas over there, and there were just a couple of people. Eve she Thomas like is the, the police leader chief. of the Council of Karens, is what she is. She is. So I walk at over. At least she to knew. Her. I will say, baby, <clears throat> I know you're going to tell me what she said, but at least she knew her answer was bullshit when she said it. Mm. But I want you to let you go through that. We, I, I walked over to her table, and there were just a couple of people standing over there at the time, and. Um, one woman was asking her questions, and I started filming right about that time. And, like, one thing's, like, people were like, you know, he didn't even know he was being arrested. And she's like, he did? Did you see the text? Oh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. She was <laughs> like, yeah, he got a text. What, from the mom? The mom texted And so the, the police chief expected Anthony Thompson to be made aware via text from a third party that he was going to be arrested and not from the officers that were there to detain the him? Officers never announced that he was being arrested, never said anything along those lines to him. Didn't even get that far. No. I mean, 11 sec seconds from the time they made contact with him to the time he died. And so, so proceed, so, sorry, that just so, pissed me off. I was like, fuck off, you can't, uh, you, you, you can't rely on a text. How do you know that's even fucking true? A text from a third party? How is someone going to believe that's true? Right. And so there's... 
we we just started drilling her on a on policies and her she'd begin every answer with well it depends and we we'd pretty much cut her off right there like no like you're telling us that your policy changes situation to situation that's not what a fucking policy that's is not, that's not policies don't do that yeah um and then so i finally got to a point where i could like get her attention on me and i asked her what's been bothering me since the night Anthony or yeah, Anthony died and there was that press conference and I, I just looked her in the eye. I was like on the night of the press conference, when you were asked by a reporter, like uh, how you felt when the uh, new news hit you that there had been a shooting and her response was, well, it was chilling. First to hear we had an officer down. Second to hear that it was at a school. I was like, why the fuck didn't you mention those kids? Why didn't you mention Anthony, his parents, anybody? All those kids in that school who knew their classmate had been killed in that school. You didn't mention them one single time. Why? And her response was, she said, honestly, she's like, well, you're not going to like my excuse because it's not a good one. Right. She said... I had been up since 4 o'clock that morning, and it was 8-something at night, and we had a emotional um, active day or something like that. She's like, it, she's like, it's not a good excuse. I should have said something more. So she, she did say, I'm sorry, and I should. So she acknowledged that, which is good, but fuck that shit. <laughs> right, but of course, I know we bitched about that on um, episode 11 when we talked about, the, initially talked about Anthony Thompson Jr., where there was actually a tr- trove of public figures and politicians who were ha- hearts and prayers, you know, thoughts and prayers with the uh, officer only, not a mention of the kids. Yeah, that, that's, that has been pissed me off so much since the moment I saw that. And I've I've emailed her about it. I've sent her Facebook messages. I've um, commented on the KPD page about it. Like, I keep bringing it up anywhere I can. Well, she she's ignored, cares about her gang members. Yeah, she's ignored my email and um, the message. So to be able to, like, sit her, like, face-to-face with people around to hear her response, that... that Fucking felt good. Since you were there and I wasn't, let me ask, what was her response? Or if, let me ask if this question was even asked. Why wasn't he detained properly? Did, was that question asked? She, well, yeah, I, I asked her about that. And the girl next to me asked her about that. And The, the whole stand up, hands behind your back. So yeah, that's proceed. where she, she started out saying, it depends. And that's <laughs> like, anytime she said, it depends, we cut her off. Right. Like that's, it, whatever you're going to say after that's bullshit. Because it there depends. are policies. See, if we, we were us. over at Farragut, then. Right. But this was black kids, so it depends. <laughs> That's and what I hear. So I, everybody's talking about how, you know, he had a gun in school. He had a gun in school. You know, back in, like, I think it was 2014-ish, Campbell County, one county over from us, a kid took a gun into school, shot his principal, and I think his vice principal like shot three people. One of them. He died. had a twenty-two, right? Yeah, yeah. You and know, shot, um, and, and just whipped it out and shot them, right? Yeah, you know who was detained without incident? Huh? A little white kid who took a gun at school, a county over, and had already shot several people. And shot two, yeah, at least two people that I know for sure. It might have been three. So like the whole, he had a gun in school. He never fucking pulled it out. It never came out of his his. Uh, like Pouch. hoodie pocket. Hoodie pocket right. We know because the bullet hole went through that pocket. 
you, you, a gun's not going to shoot through that hole, like make some kind of magic loop over to the trash can right. if it's out. Okay, so as a result of, obviously, the police response, the DA's response, Knoxville's been protesting. So tell me about where we've been going there and how, how that's been going. I know we had, there was one at the police We've gone station itself. We've gone to the police station down, uh, marched through downtown all the way to campus and back up to the. We've taken some long marches. Um, Are you guys like disrupting like traffic as you do this? Oh yeah, yeah. They're not liking that much. Oh um, no. Definitely like the downtown. They're not liking it, but we we also see a lot of support from people downtown. But um, Saturday we we took a trip all the way out west in a caravan. And stopped traffic. So, west side of town here, the further west you get, the more wealthy you get. That they don't want to see us. They don't want to hear us. Um, the vast majority of them, anyway. But so, so we show up at um, a church to meet up for this, and we're all like, it's one every seventh person is getting an address to where we're going. And we get the address. Well, first, we're supposed to be going to Charm Allen's house. Okay. Um, when I get the address, I'm already questioning it because it's not the address that I found for her. Um, and I had checked property records, and I knew she owned a house and where it was. So I'm questioning it, but I figure maybe they found something that I, I didn't see. We we take this long ass drive, going slow as fuck to make sure everybody uh, stays up, tra- blocking traffic with our signs, cars painted, everything. So there's people um, outside of the vehicles walking as well, or are they all in vehicles? Yeah, everybody's pretty much in vehicles. Okay. The only time anybody is out, um, there were these two kids. They were so fucking adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them had a um, Charlie Brown hoodie, and the other one had a Rugrats one, and like teenage boys they may have been 19 20 but they were they were pretty young high energy they were directing traffic kind of dancing out there while they did it and everything and then they just like speed off to get to the next intersection um so we did this all the way down middlebrook which middlebrook goes from downtown all the way out west um and we end up at this neighborhood that is a long road yeah yeah (laughs) we end up in this neighborhood all the way like past past cedar bluff um, it's kind of like, it's not super wealthy neighborhood. It's upper middle class probably. Okay. And there's a mailbox at the house. The mailbox has a C on it and everybody thinks that's because it stands for Sharp. Most people use, use the last, last name. last name, I yeah. would think, yeah. So we're, we're out there protesting at Sharp's house. Well, with you know, the this, no, so I watched a little bit of the live stream. Was that was it the same reverend that led the? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Reverend Cavan is he's stepped up to be one of the leaders from the black community here. He's very. He, he's great. He he's very passionate. Great speaker. He really is great with the crowd and getting them like going. Um, I like him a lot. Uh, but yeah, so he, he did some speaking out there. Um, another community leader, Constance did some speaking out there, but cops show up and apparently like there's this like Jim Bob looking guy in front of the house. At some point he goes and like closes the garage door and everything. 
he goes over to his neighbor's house. They're just sitting around laughing and stuff. Cop comes, and he's like, yeah, you got the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just want to say, I didn't pick the destination. I knew another thing. But you know what? I'm not even embarrassed. I don't even care that we went to the wrong house. We... We went out west, and what out west is who needs the CR protest. We need to be protesting out there. We disrupted. We met the uh, the the goals of a protest to disrupt, to be heard. Um, most of the like the neighborhood was probably like it was mixed with supporters and people who were really fucking pissed off with us being there. But we had somebody passing out like popsicles to us who lived there. Um, they were telling us to be safe and everything as we were leaving. Somebody tipped us off though about about four uh, like truckloads of militarized police at the entrance. Oh really. Now, so, keep in mind, like, through weeks of protesting now, this has been going on, like, two and a half weeks of us protesting, cops have pretty much stayed away because they know that we're protesting them. KPD is actually smart enough to understand that if they come around, like, we, we want to confront them so they won't give us that. But once we go out west, they give us that. But we had kids with us on this one, so it was planned as a peaceful protest. I mean, they've we all been—they've all been peaceful. I mean, I know I yeah. don't think any, you know, no, no destruction of property has ever happened. I know you guys. Even, there's been no trespassing or criminal trespassing at all. No, nope. I know the cop was there to make sure you guys weren't, you know, going grass. But let me ask: when you were initially informed that it was the wrong house, like, did you guys just like disband immediately, or we, no, we walked around at yourselves? <laughs> like, we, I, I was laughing, <laughs> but we no, we marched around that neighborhood, and okay. you know, fine. And what the, this what, is the wrong house. There's lots of other houses. We'll just what, what did the organizers say when they found out that the that, so the person who initially gave out this address as as Alan's house? What is, what was their reaction upon learning that this was the incorrect house? Because this is funny as fuck. Like, I'm actually a little I... glad that it wasn't picked up by media because how fucking embarrassing would a headline be protesters I... choose wrong house? All Alan's must fear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like the, the Terminator, like they're going down the yeah, fucking the wrong phone book. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> haven't heard any of the organizers address having the wrong. Really? No, not a single one. I would Bro- think that be, I think they'd you know, at least publicly apologize for for that because a protest if, is a protest as long as you're pissing somebody off it, yeah. that's that's also true but it would have made it, it would have if you're at the right house i think it would have actually made some i mean news, it's not like you can't least. it did make news back. though <laughs> it made news that did we it, got did, to the wrong house i didn't see that did it really yeah it did <laughs> oh oof. I, I was looking i made i made i mean you know what i didn't look this weekend um not crime groups were all over. It was just, it. it was just a lovely weekend i was literally just kind of like just kind of hanging outside you know oh, that was the, like as soon as I got home for that protest, I logged on to Facebook, and one of the Knoxville crime groups was, there were a bunch of kids um, blocking the road. They had their cars painted. No, it was a bunch of kids driving down um, Middlebrook, holding signs with their fists out the window. It's like, Antifa and BLM must be in town, and they're, <laughs> they're causing chaos. We don't need this here. It's like, driving down the road with a fist in the air like that's chaos you're calling wait wait it was it actually I saw that someone get dragged out of the street down um in the strip when that was going on though that was making the rounds on reddit oh yeah um wait yeah. what did i miss i know two of the people that went to go break up that little yeah, fight whoa, whoa, tell me tell me tell me <laughs> we were so two people were in the, my car as we were in this caravan van down on this strip and uh 
a couple cars ahead of us, the two people on the passenger side of my car could see out their window a fight breaking out. And it was a girl hanging from a sunroof who had some guy by his hair. And we don't know what started or anything, but the two passengers ran up there. One of them, like, pressed the hand down on the hair so she couldn't, um, her, her hand so she couldn't um, pull it. But so the person who fell in that, the car started moving when she did that. She got knocked down. And the guy whose hair was being pulled was like looking down at her like, oh, shit, because he thought he was going to have to like trample her or something. Um, but they ended up getting it all broken up. Um, about There's a mile or two down the road, we saw that they had taken her to through McDonald's and she was still sitting out of the sunroof eating a fucking apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah, that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see any of the news. I mean, at least local news. I'm sure, like, on crime group, the local crime groups, which I'm not really a part of because... They're Nazi group, white they, supremacist they're, groups. They're, 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 they're horribly racist groups, yeah. um, so I don't know how you can, like, stomach to be in those groups. It's just, just I like arguing Knoxville's. with people. <laughs> is there just to keep an eye on, like, what they're saying? Yeah. No, or, it's just to fucking of, argue with oh, okay. them. I, I, I enjoy going in there and pissing them off. There's a few that as soon as they see my name, they, they jump on stuff. But, yeah, I, I just go there. I'm bored. I want to go argue with ignorant people. Let me go do that. <laughs> That's funny. No, I hadn't heard anything about the... Uh, I would have thought that, like, if the local news picked up on that, they would have, like, ran that story, because it's kind of funny as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Like, No, yeah. the local news wants to minimize everything that's going on as much as they can. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about any of this. Um, Which one? I, I think it was... The Saturday protest, when we went to Charm's house, we had a lot of fucking media... Oh, really? A lot of media was there for that one. Um, a lot of, most of the protests, the media is kind of staying away. Um, On purpose. I, we're, we're not live streaming a whole lot. I've done a couple of live streams, but you know, um, mostly I'm recording at the time. Just because I'm, I'm not trying to put too many, like the, even my live streams I've done, the one with Charm's house, Charm's in quotation marks. You're right. Um, like I focused on the house. I right, tried you don't want to avoid... like you want to dox any of the any of the yeah. protesters there and show their faces. So um, and we're so we're being very careful about here. We it, we don't have a whole lot of people um, even trying to live stream here. So just I mean I'm one who likes watching protests live stream. So I know it probably sucks for the people who want to see what we're doing, but. Yeah. I mean, but there's also a point. You don't want to, you know, create backlash for people who may be recognized because people, you know, this is an at-will state, fuck's sake, you know, and right. their employer sees them there and they could be immediately dismissed without cause. And our, our our city is really small, so you look at other cities protesting that are larger and even if they have the same percentage of the people out in the streets, our, our t- city's tiny, so... We're talking about a couple hundred people right now, like not thousands of people in the street. Um, so yeah, it's it's you got to take a little bit more care to protect people, right? Um. went through a school you guys were in a school 
that I was thought, that was the school disparities. Movie. That was the school disparities thing. Yeah. So that was on the way to the meetings when I saw the chanting in the hallway. Was that that was you guys on the way? That was that was so, that was part of the walkout. That to was get there? another thing with this meeting where I say like it was successful. That that protest was probably the most successful one in my opinion because we shut it down and we made them talk to us, mm-hmm. um, and like. They they ended up working out a meeting between Constance, David Hayes, who's another community leader here. He's running for city council, which is fucking awesome. Um, Reverend Calvin, uh, to have a meeting with um, Bob Thomas, our superintendent. And, like, Bob Thomas, I have to give credit where credit is due. Bob Thomas was willing to listen. He... Didn't try to over talk them. He he sat there and like from from my perspective perspective from the backs outside, it seems like he was being respectful through this. His chief of staff though, who is comparable to Candace Owen, um, she kept coming in interrupting. She like the community is upset and hurt. She's laughing at people. Um, she, she, they ended up leaving this meeting early because of her, solely because of her and how, her behavior. Um, she got kicked out of the library when we were up there in the room with, um, Eve Thomas and stuff. The other people in the meeting told her to leave because she was getting everybody all pissed off. Um, so she, she did most of the escalating and, but outside we we stood around and we gathered outside talking some more and um bob thomas came out there and he he had a couple other women with him i think and he just stood by and was like listening to us you know you could tell he was actually really listening to us and it got like right before we left we started chanting do better bob do better (laughs) bob and his reaction is he nodded as if i hear you so now there was a school board meeting last night and um, they went there to, no, they didn't go there, I don't think. But I, I had some friends that showed up there and they said it was kind of a different reaction from him this go around. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was an act, if he is actually trying to learn and do better. I don't, time will tell. Now, would you care if I were to put that um, that full video of your interview onto our website so people can see that? Yeah. Those who are interested? You want to do the full video? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Or you can send me whatever you prefer on there. But I think I, I think for people who live here in Knoxville or those who are interested, I think they need to see – you know, they need to see at least the long one because the, the, the bullshit that Eve, that Eve Thomas spouted um, was pretty abhorrent. When it comes to what we discussed earlier, so I would like to put that in the show notes so people can that can works. see that full interview. It's like a ten minute interview, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching. And that, that'll and that'll be available on the show notes for this episode. This is episode thirteen of Apostates on the Fringe, and it'll be on apostatepod.com. But I'll, I'll make sure that's on there um, when. Uh, so if you guys were interested to see that, you can you can do that. I was going to say um, the where we talked about our protest being peaceful. Um, like we haven't, we haven't spray painted anything. We haven't destroyed any property. There's been a few times I've seen water bottles go through, fly through the air, like maybe once, one per night before somebody's like, Hey, Hey, we're not doing that here. 
And then it, it everything chills out. We have had a few times while walking through the road, cars inching up, acting like they're going to hit us. There was one night that... The uh, law just passed today, too, that you can run over protesters. Is that here in, Tennis- in Tennessee? That passed today. Or, I, didn't know Tennessee, like, I didn't know Tennessee even had a law. I and, thought and, that when was dead mm, people were telling nope. me it was dead i mean i can double check but no there's a lot of horrible bills that passed today the right to work bills passed today too tennessee right. is a libertarian stronghold we are going to become we are a republican stronghold like i mean like that's democracy right these these uh cunts that you're talking to uh <laughs> they are a representation of the people that voted for them i think that they are a clear representation most of the people around here are racist pieces of shit so the people that are representing them are racist pieces of shit we have these blue pockets and it's pretty much memphis nashville chattanooga and um uh knoxville there's i mean there's certain portions of knoxville when you talk about the largest the large population though of <clears throat> Like Sam said, it's 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 at least seventy five percent. Knoxville City is blue. The city, not even the yeah. County. That's what I'm saying, right. and that's the same for like Nashville is blue. Rutherford County isn't. Like I've been um, saying, like eighty percent are pieces of shit. Like if you yeah. vote for Trump, I would not save you if I saw you drowning. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, but that's, but it's the yeah, whole it's, state's it, pretty it's much red. It's always the twenty percent that were rallying for like like i said these people are representing a racist piece of shit populace like yeah so their goal is to to crush and i know um i sent you a tweet that i 100 percent agree with um and that is the one you posted is that creating these bills that create harsher penalties for protesting what they don't realize is that if the penalty for peaceful protest is the same as destroying a cup car Guess which one people are going to do? I mean, that's kind of true. I mean, if they're, if they're going to, if they're trying, if their goal is to quash these peaceful protests by allowing citizens to, or remove the civil penalties from removing from from running over protesters, or the, even the harsher one in in um, Florida, like that's that's their goal. Like they're going to just like if they're going to be out there, they're going to assess a risk. What am I going to do? And if my risk is the same as peaceful protesting versus destroying property. Why not destroy property? Yeah, but that's kind of uh, fascist escalation, too, is to try to push your opposition into going harder so that you can justify doing things harder. So if you are like, oh, if the penalty for breaking into a cop car is the same as peaceful protesting, people are going to break into cop cars. It's like, okay, well, now we can justify just shooting those people. And, like, that's, that's fascist escalation. Like that's that's what that is. So that that bill did not pass. It's been revived. It it was dead yeah, like a week ago. Okay, fine. And it's alive. Yeah. It's a zombie. It's a zombie. It's not bill. a law yet, though. They will. What you know what that means? But other they, states they're going to do it till it passes. But yeah. that's correct. They will. But other states have passed similar laws. Yeah. Kentucky like was Texas. the most recent. I'm ready to go out and run over the next batch of anti-maskers that are out there. Then, <laughs> like, this is a double-bladed sword. One, one thing though is everybody's like misinterpreting this bill because it absolutely does not give free reign to just go down like you you if you can't avoid hitting protesters then it is which is actually really honestly that's how the law is anyway like drivers are in the state of tennessee it is a law that 
um, a, a somebody on the road, no matter whether they're on a crosswalk or, you know, where they are on the road, it is a driver's responsibility to avoid hitting right, them. Absolutely. That doesn't change. That does not change. But if you're driving around and all of a sudden protesters get in your way, like, and you didn't see them coming, they just walked out in the road and you hit them. It's the same as any other pedestrian. Yeah, you're, protect- you're already protected under you're the law. You're already protected. So this, it's, it's, it doesn't, like, it it's specifically says unintentionally. But it's given this them. false perception that they can have free and reign too. It's going to cause, over. yeah, I, I argued with right people. to argue it when someone does hit someone on purpose. That's a good That's point. That's the point. That is a good that point. That is the point. <laughs> the point is now they can run over people and be like, oh, he was in the way. This law says I can do that. And a okay, good lawyer, a good lawyer though would have him charged. Yeah, That's and a good lawyer on his side would get it shook too. Like, I that's don't the think problem so. with good all you lawyers. They can do, work for anyone. All you have to do is prove that they had enough time to stop. Right. That, like, if, if, so we, when we're marching around, we'll often block the intersection on four ways. We'll do a circle of people. Um, you can't tell me driving down the road, like, from the previous red light, that you didn't see all of us in the middle of the road. Like, it, it, we're clear as day. There's a big line of us. You're not going to miss us. And there's going to be so nothing you can't say, too. Yeah, you can't say you never saw us there. I mean, I think it's just going to push more people to do a Charlottesville. Yeah, and like I said, so like Al said, a lot of people are uh, reading this bill or these laws incorrectly and thinking that they will not be punished at all if this happens. But it's not, I think that's not- why they're there. Like, I, yeah. 100%, that's why they're there, it's, to, it's encourage to, encourage to encourage that action. Yeah. Because that's who was running our government. They're literally villains. But I had someone um, argue with me the other day about like, no, if there's people in the road, you you know, they're not. If they're not in a crosswalk and you hit them, you aren't being held liable. And I was like, okay, look, let's look at um, case law on this subject. I present to you James Alex Field, the like, man who's in, has life in prison because he ran down protesters. Like, you guys are being fucking stupid to even have these wet dreams over this because there's already case law backing it up. You will go to prison. The point of it (laughs) is so that they can encourage their right-wingers to run over protesters so that that, the entire purpose of this is to scare protesters. They're encouraging right-wingers to go to prison for the rest of their Yes, because they don't care. They're pawns. They don't. They're they're pawns in their game in the first place. The entire purpose of this is to make... Oh, I don't know if I want to go to a protest. I might be run over by a crazy right wing or fuckbag. Right, you guys remember like, that's the entire pur- purpose of that bill. Do you guys remember this was shortly after the Charlottesville? I think is what is that where that car? Yeah. Okay. James Field. This was shortly after that, or at least somewhat close to that. We went to a pride event, and the police blocked traffic in a lot of areas except to the rear. Oh, that um, was here in, uh, Knoxville. here in Knoxville. That was ours, and, and we were kind of pissy because, like, that it, it was kind of close to that incident, like where the pro, uh, like a car, and I think it had more than once. You're wearing this shirt <laughs> that you wore. That's well, so no, funny. I had this. I made a sign that. So I have my shirt has like a red or a yellow yeah, um, traffic <laughs> sign that says "Danger Police in Area," and it shows a cop shooting somebody. Um, I made a, a sign to carry during Pride because we were we were protest. Well, I was protesting. Other we 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 protested more previous to this because so we have we have a few Nazis in this town. 
One of them's dead now. Unfortunately. Um, I mean, no, that's, that's fortunate. I was going to say, yeah. unfortunately, we have a Nazis, but then you brought in that. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I don't know. They, they don't know how Nazi. to handle their guns. I, I was not, good Nazis are dead. The, the, Knoxville's the home of what was Legions of St. Ambrose. Was? And have they collapsed since? Legions of St. Ambrose. Yeah, they collapsed um, oh, no, almost yeah, they, a year they, ago. They, oh, yeah, that's right. They so, I, I, um, they, <laughs> they used to come out and harass us at Pride. Well, and all three of them? yeah, three to five of them sometimes. They got more protection um, from the cops than anyone else did. They did. They, did. they had a wall of protection from cops. But, so Pride sent out an email, pretty much saying that the they had asked the cops to enforce that the people in the parade do not interact with uh, counter protesters or the protesters. I remember that. And like. I fucking flipped my shit over this. I was like, what the fuck? We got it pretty much going viral in the queer community. And so they, the, Knox Pride backpedaled on that and said that's not actually that, you know, we can interact with them and all this other stuff. You even had to have a wristband to even participate, right? Yeah. To make sure that you were part of that group to even be allowed in the parade. So right. You, <clears throat> I remember that. But and So... For this protest, I, I carried a sign that had the danger police at area or during the Pride Fest as we're marching, and then I had a shirt that said "Cops Lie, Record Everything." But to my point is that this was shortly after we a cop a car had ran over a protester, or it happened previously, and so like when we got there, we noticed that there was no blockade to prevent a speeding car that could have just plowed through. No, yeah, they, a, a they, lot of us, and I had that thought. So this, this these bills are exactly that correct. If, if this happens more often, there will be fewer protesters. Sam's got a, a very good point because I it was even in my head. I don't go to protests a lot. I've been to a handful, two or three. I've been to. Um, an, uh, a gun rally, the anti uh, a gun control rally after a, a, the mass shooting in Parkland, I believe. There's one here in Knoxville, and I went to um, a couple last year. But I don't go to as nearly as many as you. I'm out but there. I, any chance I can get? But <laughs> I was I had concern because there was no block. There was nothing to stop a speeding car from going down that road. So Sam's got a good, very good point. That's so the protests here, and I'm like I'm I'm hoping. We've had some conversations about it, me and at least one of the community leaders about getting cars to block um, intersections more um, because we have so many. We've been doing caravans a lot. Um, they're fucking great at holding up. Like we, we shut down uh, campus by basically circling around it. Um, we had so many cars and people on foot. But I know like a lot of times we have – we call them security. They do a lot of the traffic control, and we have med- uh, street medics at these protests. And a lot of us perform the actions of blocking the streets. Um, I was going to bring up, like, one one protest. We were going down through the old city, and there's a, um underpass there with a parking lot. There was a car under there that, as we were approaching, some of a couple of cars had already gone through, and we hear backfire from the vehicle go off like several times, but we didn't know it was backfire. It sounded like it could have been gunshot. So you could tell automatically in the situation who's like support for these protests because it's like me, um, my niece and like several other people automatically are like running to everybody, get behind cars, get behind car, you know, um, 
And like it, it, then there's like us at the beginning that are uh, at the front of it after everybody's hiding, being like, "Okay, is it safe to go down? What's going on?" A few people ran all the way down to find out what was going on, but nobody screamed medic, and we eventually learned that that was just a uh, car backfiring. But that that was that's been the scariest moment so far in our protests. I, I want to kind of correct what I said earlier. Like, I don't want to rely on the police to have to because obviously you know, during protests we're more than likely protesting the police. the police right but i think the pride was a a city sanctioned event that and they was were traffic so like that was i think their responsibility at that point but i think that you know when there's actual active protest we're not gonna we won't expect that kind of protection we don't need it or want it but we don't want to have the fear of right. these right wingers thinking they have the protection of the law to do that so i just want to make that clarification no- Knox cops are all about optics they care about what they look like so yeah. if they look like they're being nice and friendly to the lgbt community you know in public then they'll do that like that's that's what they do with like when they do fuck with protesters they try to make it at least look that it like it was justified that they did what they did mm-hmm. but yeah, if they can't twist it in some way, like Knoxville cops are the masters of controlling the media because the media is on their side. Like I said, most people around here are racist pieces of shit. As long as they can get most of the racist pieces of shit to agree with what they do in a legitimate way, like that's what they're doing with this Anthony thing. They're like, but he had a gun in school. Like, it's okay we killed him. He had a gun in school. Like, that's their argument, right? That's about as far as it goes. Well, and, and to your point that they do control the media, there was another incident, and I don't have his name right now, but another man who was pinned down for five minutes. And died. Um, they released the, uh, the footage, I want to say, Tuesday or Wednesday. Here in Knoxville? No, not in Knoxville. Okay. Um, but it happened again. It was, But he was pinned down for five minutes. And just as they fucking did with George Floyd, they said initially that he died due to a medical emergency. And that's how the press was released. So they definitely control the media. Rodriguez? Was that his name? I think so, yes. It was a Hispanic. And I mean, so, you know, if you kill anybody with anything, you can say that it's a medical emergency. It was in Alameda, California. So, yeah, that happened. Um, they haven't released that footage yet. I don't. Or they did. I they did. That's right. Yeah. They did release the footage. I haven't. I thought it was. It yet. Was it publicly released? I yes. Um, I watched part of it. Um, I saw his brother on there being like, they did the same thing to my brother as they did to George Floyd. And- I wanted to just, I, I didn't mean to say um, the footage. They haven't released it. We don't have an autopsy yet, I don't believe. Oh, the autopsy. Okay. Right. We don't have that yet, so we don't have an official cause of death on that. But Mario I guess Gonzalez. his name was Mario, Mario Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Okay. okay. So we're, I guess we'll look into that. And I mean, I can imagine that if it was determined that, you know, the police were the result of his death, I'm, I'm Hoping that they'll be charged. They're they're on an administrative leave as they always are. Yeah, but we'll see from there. I wonder if uh, Claybo and um, the four cops involved with Anthony Thompson Jr. are they back at work? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's the whole point of this too. Is like the community is just asking that like something happened to these people that murdered them, and the cops are just like, "Oh, I hear you. I respect the community, but no, go fuck yourself." <laughs> that's that's Knoxville to the T. Only they're they're not even trying to pretend that they hear the community. Have you ever been to um, any of our protests, like the Seventeenth Street or any of the ones where we oppose Nazis? Like when t- uh, traditionalist workers parties had a conference at ut and we showed up there i haven't been to those i went to one with immediately after the george floyd last year uh-huh. um i went to a thing to a year prior to that and see that one was protesting the police 
So the ones where they protest the police, you'll see very few cops. Okay. Now, these ones for a fucking monument, we had line of... There were hundreds of cops. They called in state police. They called in everybody they fucking could to have so many cops in lines, double lines, side by side, all the way around. To And, like, fucking what? For fucking what? What's the point in using all those fucking resources for a goddamn monument? How could these <laughs> cops even think they're not the fucking bad guys? Like... Right. Well, of course not. <laughs> but yeah, when we're protesting that, and what it is is they they understand we want to we want to address them. You know, our our issue is with them, and they're not going to give us that opportunity. They're going to stay as far back as they can, unless we go out west. So I'm a big advocate on protesting out that way. In fact, I think I'm going to start taking the projector out that way. Like, there's some buildings near oh, the yeah, interstate that you can hit can easily. Go to Turkey. There's some large buildings in Turkey Creek. Yep. You can... So I want to kind of wrap up and laugh at something that was kind of shared in a, in a group chat. I know you saw this. It was the police. There was probably seven police members, and behind them a, 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 a thin blue line flag behind them. And you're standing in front of a table that's about eight feet long with about 35 cans of canned oh, goods. Yeah. <laughs> this was fucking hilarious. So what was that about? So they, they, they these seven officers spent a collective of $4.30 each or some shit. For to get... a food drive, and they were bragging about it online. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. There were seven officers, and I think someone counted thirty only 35 cans. Yeah. Like, Seven, like twenty bucks, maybe. More of... people set out that as a no. gift up to the Mothman, <laughs> right? Like, who's P- I, I want to know who their PR was for this police department to think that this was a good image to send. That's hilarious. They could have just like photoshopped more cans in or something. Come on. I like well, some there's... of the comments. The comments on that they photo- they photoshopped larger cans in there to make it look better. Right? Did you? Um, they deleted see... it. Did they? They deleted that. Yeah. Did you see the other one I posted this week that had a table full of money that was saying that they yes. pulled over some guy, and I can't even remember the state it was or anything, and they're like, um, during a search of the vehicle, we found $271,000 and um, confiscated it for... Um, what but they didn't, charge, they, they didn't say there was a, a, a crime charge They're at like, all. No <laughs> charge, they just, nothing. They just bragged about openly robbing this fucker? Yeah, yeah, they absolutely were. They're like, look at who we robbed this week. We're the cops. <laughs> I was like, they, they, no crime was mentioned whatsoever. Like we, not we apprehended a bank robber who had escaped with two hundred eighty thousand dollars, and we recovered two hundred seventy one thousand of that. Nothing. It's like, hey, this dude had money. Ha! We took it. It, it was a traffic stop, a regular traffic stop that they they took all this man's money. I want to. I'm gonna, I need to look into that and find out kind of more what happened because that's I saw that too, and I was I did I did see that. So, um, what is it fucking called? Like something, there's there's a term for when cops can take property. Forfeiture, so, or yeah, seizure. seizure. Um, but whatever it is, the cops have taking taken more resources from people that way than fucking robbers have. Yeah, they like it. It has exceeded. It the they, they are the they are the thugs. They oh, yeah. are the thugs. They are the gangs. And, and they brag about it every time. Every time they pull over, so they, 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 Knoxville, I mean, Knoxville posted one with like a minuscule amount of weed. 
that they took, and you're like, grats. KBD is a fucking joke. You know, if if you could brag about your crimes and get away with it, you would too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, true. we can do whatever we want to you, including kill your kids in school. We can brag about it. We don't care. We're the cops. All right, guys, well, that's going to wrap up uh, episode 13 of Apostates on the Fringe. I want to thank you all for joining us again. As always, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like the links to the articles, uh, contact the show or see the video for the full interview with the, uh, the police chief, Eve Thomas, at Knoxville, you can go to our website, apostatepod.com. Please consider uh, giving us a five-star review everywhere you can and sharing out the show, and we'll see you all next week. And remember, when we say all cops are bastards, we mean all cops. All of them. <laughs> a cab. Thank you all very much. and opinions of the hosts of Apostates on the Fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the Atheist Society of Knoxville. For links to all our musical contributors, go to apostatepod.com and check the About Us page. A big thank you to Michael Scott Arden who allows the show to use his full catalog.